When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. It's Monday, November 13th. I'm Jeff Schwartz. It's Jeff Schwartz. This morning, you were live on Twitter and on YouTube, and we're on your podcast platform of choice. And on Monday, we're brought to you by PrizePix, a skill-based real money daily fantasy sports game. Go to PrizePix and use the code GSSY for a first deposit match up to $100. You pick two to six players if they will go more or less than the PrizePix projection. You can win up to 25 times your money in any selection. Uh, I will be making mine tonight at the end of the show for Monday Night Football Game. I did one yesterday. I went three for three. So uh, good oh. start to the prize picks for the week. Uh, we went two and three in our gambling uh, wager. We seem to be coming back down to earth after going 16 and four over a month stretch there. Uh, we're still way over 500, so I'll, so I'll take it. I will start off today with a little bit of an old man gripe. Just, you know, I stayed up till 2.30 a.m. to watch Oregon USC on Saturday <laughs> night and Sunday morning. I'm still feeling it today. Like, it just takes many days to sort of get over – this uh it's like staying up one one night too long in your late 30s and i, I don't like it gabe I, I i'm gonna i just don't like it i i i, I it just you know i'm just tired man yeah no so cares. what i did also i'm still recovering from i uh, went to new orleans and then a wedding Ooh. Ooh, new orleans is fun buddy yeah so you know i know you're not a, a drinker but four nights of new orleans and wedding and all the food and drink that comes with it <laughs> by the time i got to the usc game i was like no shot guys i know what how this is i'm not ruining a good night and i shut it down and i woke up to a score i didn't like wait wait, wait. you were in new orleans everyone wanted to watch the game so it was nine central nine thirty central and you just went to bed by then i was in jackson mississippi but okay. either way okay. it yeah. wouldn't have mattered yeah. what time it was uh when we play New Orleans, uh, we would go out to eat before the game, and we go to we go to Drago's a bunch. But 
I remember um, this was 2015 where the Giants are playing the Saints, and we went to go eat there, and I ordered a small cup of gumbo, and the waitress said, are you sure you want a small cup of gumbo? And I was like, at the back of my head, like, yeah, I got a game tomorrow. Like, don't want to eat too much. And uh, she put the gumbo down. I took one bite. I said, excuse me, ma'am, give me the big bowl. And she took the little (laughs) one away and brought back the big bowl of gumbo. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't see it ending that way. I thought you were going to think better of eating gumbo before a game. No, no. I got the big bowl of gumbo. And then um, uh, my brother and I did this uh, TV show that probably will never come out. We did like seven episodes of it last uh, spring and summer and a food show. And one, two episodes were in New Orleans. We made uh, beignets from scratch, and um, we made gumbo from scratch for competition. Uh, it was fun, man, like to make gumbo from scratch. Uh, so New Orleans is, is is a lot of fun, and this show is a lot of fun. And, and where do you want to start after another NFL Sunday where I think it was eight games finished within one score? It, it becomes a, a theme every NFL Sunday. Yeah, I got to start where all the other take makers are starting which is CJ Stroud. He is a superstar. He is the MVP. He is the best draft pick in history. He's going to ride this thing right to the Super Bowl. No one say a bad word about CJ Stroud on TV today. He's obviously great. That's the big take. I love how we can't just say that um, CJ Stroud is playing well without qualifying it by saying he should win the MVP, right? Like you can say... Stroud is playing very well and also not just automatically go to MVP, MVP, MVP. Like, like, no, he's playing outstanding. He certainly is, especially because he was second quarterback drafted in this past draft. There was thoughts about him and Bryce Young, and it seems like he is, at least right now, on track to be much better than Bryce Young. I saw people today, how many how many quarterbacks will you start a franchise with before you get to C.J. Stroud? Like, whoa, whoa, my man's played – Nine games, and yes, he is getting better. There's, I, I'm not here to say that he's not playing well or that he doesn't deserve the attention, but like Gabe, why, why don't we? Why can't we just say my man's playing well? Texas are playing well, doing a good job now. D'Amico Ryan's coach of the year, totally on board with that. Fantastic job he's doing, but MVP feels a little strong after after nine games. He's 23 of 39 in this past game against the Bengals, 356 one touchdown, one interception, like playing great. And here's the thing about quarterback evaluation. Why it's so hard, right? If you watch his college tape, there was one game, the Georgia game, the final game of his career. You saw a quarterback that was different than the other previous, you know, 20 games of his Ohio state career. And the debate was, are we getting Georgia game CJ Stroud or the rest of CJ Stroud from the, from his college career? It's very clear. We're getting Georgia CJ Stroud. Justin Herbert, he had the same thing in college where it was kind of like, okay, and then the bowl game and the Pac-12 championship game was like, oh, who's this Justin Herbert? Which one are we getting? That Herbert or the other Herberts? And so this is part of the evaluation process, man. It's just hard to evaluate quarterbacks where the upside was so much for, so strong for CJ Stroud. He's very clearly the quarterback he wasn't against Georgia, which is like, you know, for lack of a term, like, screw it. I, I got to make plays, right? I got to do what I have to do to, to, to move the ball down the field. And he's doing a great job, man. I, and I do, I like the way that he used to battle. He threw a bad interception, didn't matter, came back, still made plays. The team obviously believes. I think the, the number one thing that that is important for this year for the Texans is that you now know he's your guy. You know that right now. 
So now you can build, Gabe, the rest of your franchise around knowing this guy. The Panthers can't really do that yet with with no. Bryce Young right now. They, they might think he might get there at some point. But I think right now you know, if you're the Houston Texans, you're D'Amico Ryans, you're the general manager there. He's your guy. Build the team around him now. You know it. That's very clear. But MVP stuff like, come on, we can say he's good, Gabe, without going to. He's the MVP of the NFL. Like, whew. Deep, deep breath, everybody. Yeah, I think that uh, having been in the take-making business for a long time, I think that the uh, the fact that the Chiefs are off, you know, the Eagles, like, there's just like, oh, man, we got to fill up the air today. Let's go for the biggest idea we've got. And it's oh, I know. CJ Stroud beat the Bengals. Like, that was really fun, and he's on a heater. And then number two is, like, Josh Dobbs. Like, let's talk about him while we got the time because we know in a week we're going right back to talking about Travis and Jalen and everybody else. Let me ask you this, though. In, in a couple of weeks, they're supposed to play the Jags, right? Or they're playing the Jags. Yeah. And that's going to be a surprisingly good game, but also a quarterback who, like, to your previous point, if Trevor Lawrence is a top five guy or a top 10 guy, I don't know, debate it all you want. But they're also in that fortunate position of they found their quarterback, they can work on other things. But if if the Texans get past the Jags, this isn't fluky stuff anymore, right? Like then we really do have to examine if the Texans are a real team, if it, if it turned around this quick. Oh, absolutely. Um, and yeah, I mean, Jacksonville is six and th- three after getting, getting stomped by the, the 49ers. So six and three yeah. Jacksonville, uh, five and four. And remember the Houston already beat Jacksonville. So um, no, I mean, I, I look, I have money in, on this podcast. We did our preseason things. I don't know if we bet Jacksonville division. We definitely bet alternate win total for Jacksonville. I got money in Trevor Lawrence, who, um, you know, just just not as good this year. Um, I I don't know why, to be honest with you. I, I haven't watched enough of their film to, to see why, but there seems to be a little bit of a regression this year, which is surprising because Doug Peterson, we saw what he did with Carson Wentz and with Nick Foles and in, in, um, Philly. We saw what he did last season with, uh, with, Tre- with Trevor Lawrence. It just doesn't look kind of the same this season so no i look i think houston i'm not sure they're a playoff team but obviously if they can beat the the jaguars two times this season we'll have to consider them you know as as a team that can be that you know that that south winner which is wild to say yeah so my dumb assessment right now of the whole afc is the chiefs and a bunch of teams whose best claim to fame would be like you're not going to want to see us in january you know, like that's the favorite thing we say about all these teams. Like, you're not going to want to see us in January. I, I was mean, really? A, I was listening to a podcast this morning who said, um, if you were the two seed, which of the three teams do you not want to play? It was like Houston, Cleveland, and the Steelers. And um, I, I think it, it's probably the Browns. But the fact that Houston's included in that when they haven't like play, been a playoff game at all, like the Browns, this team has seen playoff success for the most part. Like they have a, a a team that's very good with good football players over the field, with probably the defensive player of the year, with guys that have coached in playoff games before. Houston is brand new. I would love if I was a Chiefs fan and, and they were the two seed for Houston to come to town. Please come there out for a playoff game. The Browns would be a much tougher out. And so uh it's it's yeah, the, the the take making this morning on this is crazy. It is kind of it is wild though. Uh, as of right now, now the, the Bills still play tonight, but I believe in the NFL standings as of now, Cincinnati and Buffalo are on the outside looking in. Out. Buffalo yeah. wins tonight; they move up to the seven seed. I think they beat the Broncos, but the Bengals are five and four. Buffalo is five and four. 
Indy is five and five. The Raiders are five and five in the most hilarious Raiders way possible. I looked this up today because I just was, was looking at, at records. They have been the Broncos by one, the Packers by four, the Patriots by four, the Giants by a bazillion, and the Jets by four. It's like the, it's like the worst five and five team in NFL history. Um, but you know the the Steelers, Browns, Texans, men. They're winning football games. Pittsburgh has been outscored in every game, excuse me, outgained in every game this season and is six and three. I don't know. It's not supposed to work that way in the NFL. Keep winning, though. Yeah. Mike Tomlin's just better than most guys at this. All right. I'm going to say this. You're going to think I'm messing with you. I'm, I swear to you, I'm being serious with what I'm about to present to you. All right. I don't want to have a long conversation about why there were 45 cameras that caught Taylor Swift hugging and kissing Travis Kelsey in Argentina. You're not going to add anything to that. Neither am I. But this is a real question I have for you. Travis is still at the end of his prime. Okay. He's not shown any decline on the field, but he's okay. getting a little older. We, we wouldn't imagine he's signing three new, new contracts in the NFL, you know, maybe one or two. Is the fact that he's soon going to be the most famous boyfriend in the entire world <laughs> where he can make however many millions he wants yeah. just kind of goofing around making stuff which yeah, the, he obviously the, likes to do Gronk, it, it's it's the gronk thing right retired and just kind of doing stuff just to go do stuff except yeah. it's times a hundred what gronk can do because of the taylor, oh, swift, of taylor swift sure yeah does it actually worry you that he might just be like nah i got some rings I, i'm considered the best of all time at my position i know i could do this for two or three more years but I'll get banged up. I just don't feel like it. And then those couple of years you counted on with him and Pat together go away all because of Taylor Swift. I'm being serious. After this season or it's not going to be, he's not going to be till at least, no, I would think it's still a year or two away, but the the final act of his career could come sooner than we thought. I think it's fair for the chiefs. And I've had this take, I think last draft because the tight end draft was so heavy in the draft. Well, I think it'd be it would be smart for the Chiefs to start planning for life without Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still two or three years away, in my opinion. But I mean, he's 33, 34. He's 34. Like, yeah, that's a fair take that in two or three years he's gonna be done at his peak, maybe even after this year, after next year. I think something he's getting beat more beat up this year than he ever has. He's 34. Like, they gotta find a replacement for him at some point. It might be it might be on the roster too. It, it might be Noah Gray, but you also just don't replace players like Kelsey. You just, you don't do that. Um, I, I saw that Taylor Swift changed a lyric in a song for Travis Kelsey. Yes. I'm not, I'm not a Swifty, but the reaction on the internet seems to be like, that was a big deal. Like, is this an official, like, I love Ta- Travis Kelsey type of thing with this song lyric. I, I, it seemed like a big deal game for the, for the internet. And I, I don't really, yeah. I don't know. I, I, it's, it's like, it feels real, like a real yeah. love. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's the example of real love. I think people thought the kiss was a better sign of real love. Well, that, yes, because I think he stayed. I think he stayed after her show to get a kiss from her, which, um, you know, that's that is. Well, no, that she is, yeah. And then we saw it yeah. on camera. We we got yeah, to was, see a real kiss of all of us cynics kiss. who thought this was fake. It looked and it pretty seemed real. like it was a real. It seemed like it was a real thing. Like it wasn't done for cameras. Like she was like legit happy to give him a kiss after the show. Um, I was legit happy because the winner of yesterday was Kansas City. Yeah, uh, Gabe, who um, they did not play yesterday and the d- teams directly below them in the AFC all lost. Baltimore yeah. lost, Jacksonville lost. And while the Bengals are not below them in the standings, they've been their, their kind of bugaboo, right? And the Bengals yeah. lost. Their Bengals are five and four right now. Um, the Chiefs are the one seed. 
uh, clearing, clearing out. Now, Baltimore hasn't had a bye yet, so they're 7-3. and three. The Chiefs have the Eagles, the Raiders, the Packers, the Bills, the, the Patriots, the Raiders, Bengals. I mean, they're going to be a favorite in every game the rest of the season. Uh, the Bills and Bengals are both at home this year. They're a slight favorite to uh, Monday Night Football. Uh, it's Monday Night Football, right, is the the, Chiefs, the Eagles, I believe. So um, they're going to be the one seed again this season, which yeah. is kind of the, their era at Invitational back on. I mean, they, they, had a, they had a great great weekend if you're the Chiefs. All your all the teams in front of you lost. You're getting healthy. And Travis Kelsey got a kiss from Taylor Swift. I mean, what's better than that? No, it all went pretty well. And and Thursday night, short week for the two teams who are probably the, the scariest to you in the Ravens and Bengals. Yeah. Who I, I feel like it's it's cool to say they're back or they're not back every week. We alternate. I'm not sure either is back or ever was here in the first place. I, yeah. I don't know, man. Being a Ravens fan looks to me almost as bad as being a Jets or Chargers fan. That's saying a lot. <laughs> well, um, these guys invent ways to lose, man. It is. I think I saw. I think Hank sent us right the the text of the of the win probability charts for the all the Ravens losses yeah. this year. They've been above ninety percent like late in the game. They were up, I think, fourteen points in fourth quarter in this game. I and mean, we had the Ravens as one of our picks this week. Matt and I were just joking about like in the second quarter, like, "Yep, we made the right decision on this one." Um, you know, this is why you know I, I find it so funny when like people complain about good teams that win some ugly games. Like, oh, Kansas City won. 27 14 how how dare they win i'm like they won the game like that, that like that's there's a skill in winning football games yeah right now in college football washington has won like 20 games in a row and insane i looked it up today they're eight and no in one score football games the last two seasons washington huskies are they've also won a game by 10 10 and 9 so they've won 13 games by 10 points or less there's a skill in winning close football games now obviously if you win close football games your, the games are close. There's a chance you could always lose that game, right? But there's a skill in doing that. The Ravens right now are having trouble closing out games they should win. That's a problem when you look at them, you know, for in the playoffs, right? I mean, look, they, they beat the Bengals by three or in a season, blew out the Browns, blew the Titans out, blew the Lions out. The Cardinals game was sort of a late comeback by the Cardinals to cover. That wasn't really close. And blew the Seahawks out. Like, you have to find ways – to win some of these closer games. They lost a three by the Colts, seven the Steelers, two the Browns. So for me to consider you a, 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 a team that I feel can take off the Chiefs at the top of the AFC. Yeah. No, I, I nothing to add there. And, and I'm not, frankly, I'm, I'm always saying this, like we can save time on certain teams. I'm of the mind now that we can save time on just about every team in the AFC with the Dolphins as a possible exception, except Germany taught us, I think, I think the Chiefs got them too. So, so let me switch to the NFC. Uh, the team that everyone, I think just out of boredom, wants to try to hype up and like convince me as a contender. This is like when the UFC like suddenly decides, you know, Izzy Adesanya is like the new face of it. And I'm like, is he? I don't know. I'm not sure about that. The Lions, like, are we just bored of talking about the Eagles and the Niners? Like, why are we saying the Lions can win that conference? Well, there's a chance they have the one seed. That's why I think, right? I mean, you, you look at the Eagles schedule, the Lions schedule. Lions can have the one seed, which gives them a huge advantage. You get a buy, obviously, have to one less game to win to be to be in the in the NFC Championship game. Now, do I think the Lions are going to beat, let's say, the Eagles and 49ers in the in the postseason and make the Super Bowl? I I do not, Gabe. Um, so I'm not in that boat as far as 
the potential for them to be in the Super Bowl. But if they're the one seed, then we have to consider them strongly to be able to get there. Yeah, well, and they have a nice path. Uh, I mean, I will say that. You know, they get, they're hosting the Bears. Uh, they've got, obviously, the Packers on Thanksgiving. Then they're at Saints, at Bears again. Like, they should go 4-0 the next four. Eagles have a tougher path. You mentioned the Chiefs game. They also get yeah. the Bills, Niners, and Cowboys in the next four. The Cowboys, I don't believe in. I, I haven't believed in them since we've known each other. I'm not going to believe in they're, them until they do something. But Cowboys are the Cowboys and Dolphins are, are classic front runner teams, right? Like this weekend, the Dolphins host the Raiders. It's a 10 point spread. I've already tell you right now, I'm going to bet on the Dolphins because they kick everyone's ass who stinks. The, the Cowboys are the same way. The Cowboys this year have blown out the Giants, Rams, Jets, Giants, and Patriots. Guess what? Play the 49ers, got their butts whooped. Play the Eagles, did not win that football game. You're judged on those games if, if, if you're the Cowboys. Yeah, they're not, they're, not, they're not a contender in the playoffs for, for anything. Yeah, so I'm going to say with the Lions, I think we need alternative characters. We're like, we're looking for someone else to amuse us. It's like when you're scrolling on Netflix and you're like, I already watched this. Like, you can't watch this again. You just got to try to find something new. That's what the Lions represent to me. And by the way, the team most people pick to win their division coming into the season suddenly looks like a winner with a new quarterback. So the Josh Dobbs story, I'm sure they're writing the script right now. You know, uh, everyone loves to love him. But truly, like, to me, this feels like a pretty good example of a, a very well-coached team with a bunch of pretty good players. If you can slide a guy literally no one in the league wanted yeah, and win a couple in a row, and now you're on a heater and your best star player's coming back, you know, like, maybe the Vikings yeah. are kind of good. So the Vikings caught the 49ers, um, you know, they beat them 2017. They've won five in a row. In this stretch, they've yeah. also been the Bears, Packers, Falcons, and Saints. So, okay. um, you know, that those are good wins. And they still have the, by the way, they have the Broncos coming up, the Bears again, the Raiders. Look, the last four weeks will tell us who the, who the Vikings are at the Bengals, Lions, Packers, Lions. All right. So, um, I mentioned there's a quality to winning football games. The Vikings should be commended for that quality. They are winning games. They started slow. They're winning games. I mean, Josh Jobs is fun to watch. How, by the way, I don't know how much of the fight game you actually caught, but when Jameis Winston went into the game, it was yeah, just baby. the most classic Jameis Winston. Like, he, this is the perfect spot in the NFL for him. He's losing and just throw the football. He, he, he had 25 attempts, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Just the perfect Jameis Winston game. The Vikings are winning, man. Are, are they – look, if they get in the playoffs, they're going to lose in, in the wild card round. But them making the playoffs this year would be incredible. The thing about the only downside to this, and the thing that that worries me if you're the Vikings fan, is Josh Dobbs is probably not your long-term answer at quarterback. And more winning equals not getting a quarterback in this draft. And then you're kind of in no man's land next season. Um, you know, you you sort of I'm not telling them that they should tank. I don't think they should do that. But, you know, being drafting 14th, I mean, it's, it's not ideal for the future of your franchise, but I can't tell you to not obviously play hard on Sundays. And, and they're, they're obviously playing, you know, playing very hard. They're, they're doing the classic Jets move where you look at them, you're like, guys, you're not good. Why are you, what, you're, so you're a winning team halfway through the season. Now you're going to like end up with a pick 
you know, way high, way worse pick than you really deserve. Not going to get the right guy, and you're just going to be setting yourself back an extra year without a playoff run. They're gonna, they're doing that, but the the Josh Dobbs part of it is fun. What what does it say about the What's coach the though? Oh, I, that that he knows how to prepare his team each week, right? That that you you know your limitations are a quarterback, and you're able to, um, you know, design a plan for that. The, the, the team trusts you, right? Trust you to, um, you know, to put together uh, a plan that'll put you in in the right you know, kind of in, in the right position. He's a good coach, man. He went to the playoffs last season and he's on track to maybe do that again with, with essentially his third string quarterback. Yeah. And I thought he was just a writer at the ringer, but he's apparently he's a pretty damn good coach. Uh, can we save time on these teams? You sort of touched on them. Uh, the saints. We're, yeah, the, maybe we could talk about that. Maybe not. They're just, they don't matter. Right. The Steelers, they're six no. and three. They are like kind of in a good position and probably the best division in the NFL, but I just don't see it. They're doing a uh, historic, uh, <laughs> historic thing right now. I mean, they, they haven't been outgained in every game and are six and three. Yeah, they remind me of remember the the Pats team a couple of years ago where they were like setting every defensive record and couldn't score, and everyone was yeah. like, "No, this is the new way to win in the NFL because Belichick." Like, it's it's not. Yeah, it's not okay. And and so same thing with the Seahawks. Like Geno's fine; he's proven he's still capable of being a, an NFL caliber quarterback. But like, they don't have enough, right, to be a relevant team in the end. Yeah, um, Seattle is sort of a pretty mid six and three team, right? I mean, lost the Bengals in a game that they were terrible in the red zone. Barely snuck by the Cardinals and Browns and Commanders and lost the Ravens by thirty four points. Yeah, I, to me, they're just they're a good team, not great playoff team maybe win a playoff game maybe probably not yeah well they remind me of a few of the college teams we're going to talk about next so for the live viewers let's take a quick break very very quick don't even go anywhere uh for the listeners uh here comes your break and we'll come back we'll talk college hoop or college football and also get some picks for tonight's game because uh you got to make us some money tonight jeff we'll be right back Guys, I want to tell you about my favorite new daily fantasy game I have been playing this season. Prize Picks is a skill-based, real-money daily fantasy sports game. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they will go more or less than the Prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money in any entry. So go to Prize Picks and use code GSSY for a first deposit match up to $100. It's so easy to use. I can make my picks in less than 60 seconds. The depositing was simple and straightforward. They even just added Apple Pay, so I was able to get up in minutes and start playing. At Prize Picks, you aren't competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros and sharks. So follow along my weekly entry and see if you can do better. Remember, go to Prize Picks and use code GSSY for a first deposit match up to $100. Are you smarter than your friends? Prove it with Vaulted by predicting, challenging, and beating them with your sports knowledge. Vaulted, spelled V-L-T-E-D, is a place where you can store your sports predictions, participate in cash prize pools without any entry fees, and prove you are smarter than your friends by using the Vaulted Challenge feature. I will have my own pool on Vaulted each week. We can answer questions to win cash prizes, and there are no entry fees required to participate. This football season, Vaulted will be handing out money. The only way to qualify for my big game pool is to beat me in one of the regular season pools which won't happen because, as you know, I am smarter than you. 
I will be using Vaulted to make and store my five favorite predictions of the week. So join Vaulted and you can like, dislike, comment, interact with my predictions, or if you're bold enough, you can make your own and see how smart you are in football, which won't be as smart as me. Go download Vaulted, spelled V-L-T-E-D, and remember to use the code Jeff, that's G-E-O-F-F, so you can see my predictions and play along. All right, we're back from break, Gabe. Um, you mentioned that you sat out the USC-Oregon game. I will tell you that Oregon won that game. I just want to let you know that uh, as we prepare for the college football segment. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about the coach because I'm wondering if the, your coach at Oregon might be the next coach at Texas A&M. <laughs> Seems like an upgrade. Oh, don't do this. Um, look, it's uh, I, I hate this time of year because this is what gets talked about, and it's good good for Oregon for hiring good coaches. Um, all right, let's talk about this. Everyone, you know, the, the thing is, uh, they're a stepping stone school. Okay, so I think Oregon has fired one coach like ever, which is which is Mark Helfrich. Uh, Bilotti was there for X amount of years, right? Won a ton of football games. I think it was 130-ish football games. Um, revolutionized the program. He stepped aside. Chip Kelly came in. Chip Kelly was 46-7 and seven at Oregon. Decided to go to the NFL. I, I don't fault him for doing that. He played in, in, a, uh, in a championship game in 2010. And then Mark Helfridge went less to the playoffs. Eventually was fired. He went 4-8, and eight, I think, in year two or three. Then Willie Tiger came for a year knowing his dream job was always Florida State, and he left and went to Florida State. Mario was there four years, and he ended up uh, going to Miami, which is also his dream job, right? These are Mario played football in Miami, won a championship as a player in Miami. He's from Miami. It made a lot of sense for him to want to go home to Miami. Um, it is worth noting that coaches that have left Oregon have not done as well in other places, right? Willie Taggart out of Florida State after two years. Mark Cristobal, 11-11 in two years. Uh, Chip Kelly is, is probably on his way out of UCLA uh, this this point next week, I would imagine. He's probably out of UCLA. Um, I think they do lose to USC, and it's probably a, a bad thing for his coaching future. Um, and so I would not leave Oregon if I was Dan Lanning. Um, he is 19-4 in two seasons. He has everything he wants in a program. They let him build it the way he wants to build it. You know, the one advantage of AM is the money, the money. Well, Oregon has money. That's not our problem, Gabe. Like, we have money. Um, I understand the argument of, oh, it's easier to recruit in Texas. And I, I, I believe that. It's not like Oregon's failing to recruit Oregon. We're top, end up with a top five class possibly this year, top 10 class. Obviously, a very good football team. So um, it's just frustrating because. We've hired good coaches and they leave. And and I don't think Lanny is going for any job that doesn't start um, or end with Georgia and Alabama. So he'll get a raise from this. He certainly will. Uh, but I don't expect him to leave. Dude, Oregon's had five coaches win 10 games in the season since, since, since uh, 2005. Like, it's a good football program. And leaving it has not done well for a lot of teams. And Dan Lanny, by the way, has mentioned this specifically when he signed an extension this past offseason that he has noticed that when – uh, when people have left Oregon, the grass is not always greener outside of Eugene. So I hope he stays. It's a, Oregon's a good job, great job. Um, you know, we win a lot of football games. He's built something really, really special in two years, his second year. And right now, there are, you know, these, uh, you know, the people that make the lines, the, the power ratings, the lines of Vegas uh, have Oregon second or third, and they would make them a favorite over Alabama and Texas. I think the Bama thing might change, might have changed. I would actually be curious to, to find out if that still be true after this past weekend because that was the case heading into the weekend. I think Bama's sort of sort of got back, right? They're back to what they've been. Um, but it's a, it's, a good, it's a good job. His family seems happy at, at Oregon, and uh, I think he stays and does not leave for AM. Okay. Well, if he doesn't take the job, maybe Dion will. 
That would be the funniest outcome game. It would be hilarious. It would be the best outcome of all time. Can you imagine Dion getting like $10 million a year? And I was at Dick's Sporting Goods here in North Carolina this, this weekend, and there was a prime shirt being sold at Dick's Sporting Goods, man. And what's crazy to me about the prime thing is that like part of you know college sports, right, is like the branding of your team. Like I buy an Oregon shirt. I root for Oregon. You root for USC, right? Hank roots for Texas, like the logo on the front, not the name in the back. And Colorado's like, you know what? Screw it. We're just going prime on the front. We're not even doing Colorado anymore. Just straight prime. Dude, it's, it's, <laughs> it's a lot of faith in a coach who is, you know, the team is going to win four games this season. I know they started out pretty fast. Um, and hi, hi I'm, on, I'm, on a, I'm doing work again, Emerson. Sure, ask your mom is home. It's not a snake again, is it? The mom is home. She's in the other room. She's working. Oh boy. Every weekend, every every Monday game. I don't understand. My kids know how to act. They don't if by the way, if I'm not on a podcast, they're not coming up here. The only up here is they hear me talking. They would never come up here otherwise. Um for a cookie, just get a cookie. I don't whatever, man. You just had a day at school, nonetheless. Um the Dion thing, I, I go back to this. The, the Texas, excuse me, the TCU win by Colorado in week one, we'll, we'll look back on it as the one game that sort of changed the narrative of the college football season. Like, the, we talked about this on our show, like, for all year. The hype machine in Colorado was out of freaking control, and it wasn't really indicative of, of what their season is. They're going to finish at best five and seven, maybe four and eight. It's good. Better than last season. But there's, like, have you watched a game management? It, no, it's Dion terrible. manages games. Like he in Colorado, like he like he will at eight AM. It would be, oh, dude. It would be. It would be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. Okay. I, I hope. I hope. I hope this happens. Actually, now I'm rooting for it. So, the fit is also hilarious. Just the idea of Dion and and everything that he's brought to Colorado, which was funny enough in Colorado to take that to College Station. I'll leave oh, it there. It would great. be a mind blower for a lot of people it'd, there. It would be so funny. Like. Could you would A and M? Do you think A and M would 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 like ditch all their branding for Dion? I mean, they're also they're, they're also the tradition a, there. They're also an Adidas school, I think, and you know they have um, they they have obviously Dion has a deal with Nike. Yeah, well, I don't think Dion's going there. I think the most interesting thing to see, and w- w- this just to get a take from you real quick, will be what happens with Jim Harbaugh, right? So every day. The story sort of changes, but the general trajectory seems to be a lot of people have made up their mind about this guy. I I don't imagine he'll be at Michigan forever, their choice or his. So he's going somewhere else where they'll take a winner. New England makes I, sense. Dallas might make sense. No, no, NBA, no. Or LA no. might make sense. That's, I would, I would, if I were Dean Spanos, a Chargers owner, I'd fight to Ann Arbor and, and just make okay. him say no, right? Like, Hip, you might think Jim is quirky and a little rough around the edges at times, and obviously may or may not cheated. I, I actually, so I sort of tend to believe that Harbaugh maybe never asked questions about where the sign stealing came from. Like, yeah. I think he just told Connor Stallions, "Go get me the signs," and yeah. was like, "Cool, oh cool, you have them, great," and never asked questions about it. Um, 
which obviously, again, I, I don't know how much I have to win and lose. The suspension, I don't know what the right punishment is for this. It's never been done before. It's never, no one's ever been suspended or, or punished for something like this. But if I were Dean Spanos, I'd take him immediately to San Diego or Los Angeles, wherever. Remember, Jim Harbaugh won at San Diego. He's won at Stanford. He's with the Niners 2 Super Bowl. He's won at Michigan. Everywhere he goes, he wins. He should absolutely take take the Chargers. The, the, the Chargers' job, if it opens up, which I think it absolutely should, would be a very coveted job. You have a a, a quarterback who's a franchise quarterback. Like he, he absolutely um, would love to take that job, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think it's obvious that he'll go there if he can. So we'll have to see what happens this week because I would assume the winner is just coasting to the playoff. The loser has to hope for a bunch of things to go right, right? Or yes. are, are we getting? We're not getting two Big Ten teams in the playoff, right? No, the playoff is going to come down to, um, you know, basically like for so the the there's a doomsday scenario of the playoff, which is that, um, you know, Big Ten champion Florida yeah. State, Bama, Texas, Oregon all went out. That's a doomsday scenario because you'd have yep. you have to put Florida State in undefeated, Big Ten champ undefeated. Those two are in, yep. and then you have to choose two of three: Texas, Alabama, Oregon. And we know Oregon's left out. So that'd be the, the that would be the the, the, the Oregon just wouldn't be in because um, Bama would be in at twelve and one as a champion. Texas beat Alabama. Texas would have to be in. Even though I can think you could argue that Texas in Oregon's resume is um, Oregon just played better than Texas for most of their games this season. Texas will have the better win, obviously, against Alabama team that wasn't, I think, the same team they are now. But Oregon will be left out. That, that's the, do, the doomsday scenario for. Um, for the cultural playoff committee. Like they need Texas to lose and they need Alabama to lose. Yeah. Which might not happen because they look great. I mean, so does Georgia though. Yeah. Georgia Bama is going to be a fun SEC championship game. I'll tell you that that game will be like three points. It ain't going to be a lot of points between, uh, between those uh, in, you know, in that game, I should say. I just think we looked up this weekend and we're like, Oh, it's going to be the same thing as always. We just got here a different way. You know, the trajectory of those programs disguised the fact that it was just going to yeah. end that way again. It, it is. It is. Alabama is a, is a good story on on just sort of like, oh, yeah, they have good football players. Yeah. They had a first time starting quarterback with a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. Like they figured it out. What a surprise, Gabe. A good coach and a bunch of recruits that were very good and a good coaching staff figured out how to play better football. What a surprise. I mean, USC can't do that. Everyone else can get better throughout Come the on. season. That wasn't nice. That just that was silly. Jeff, I went to a do what Charlotte, you do best and make me some money. Well, Tell me what Charlotte, you do tonight. Went to a Charlotte 49er game this weekend against Memphis. Got, oh. we bought this football. Kids were like amped about it, dude. They had oh, they, they had the best time. It was like a it's like it's a good time. Um, I just noticed the football's on my desk. All right, we're doing prize picks now, guys. Uh, I told you last night I hit um a uh, all three all three of these last night um you pick two to six players if they will go more or less than their prize picks projections you went up to 25 times your money and uh, it's a lot of fun it's, it's a fun way to to watch a game uh if you if you don't want to wager on it don't feel like wagering don't live in a state where you can wager on, just don't like to wager this is a great way to enjoy football so a couple of things to note here between the broncos and uh and and the bills Bill's not playing the best of football. The Broncos are off a bye, so there's uh, there's plenty of ways to, to play this. I'm doing a, a, a two-player square in this game. So Russell Wilson 
has started to run the ball more as he's getting more comfortable in sort of the offense for, for Sean Payton. Uh, and so I'm taking him uh, more than 21 and a half rushing yards in this game. Again, he, the last uh, four games, we have seen him with uh, with 49 rushing yards, 31, 21, and 30. So he's starting to incorporate that more into what they do. He's scrambling more. He's making more plays. And I think Buffalo's pass rush, which is really good, will force him into more scrambles. And I think that's a good spot to, to take him here. The other one I'm doing here is Dalton Kincaid, more than 55 and a half receiving yards. Um, he is a rookie for the Bills, and he's just seen more targets. He's seen, um, what, eight, seven, 11 targets. The last three games, he's been incorporated in this offense as uh, as Knox got hurt. 75 yards, 65 yards, 81 yards. He's just becoming part of the offense. And if you target him more than eight times, he will get over this. He's like, He catches the ball great. We saw him at, at Utah do this for many years. So I have Russell Wilson more than 21 and a half rushing yards and Dalton Kincaid more than 55 and a half receiving yards for the game tonight. I like both those picks the uh, or the plays. Do you want to get gutsy and throw another one in there? Anything else entice you? You're just going with uh, it? No, I, I hit my one yesterday, which we, we shared on, on okay. the social media. I, I put up there Friday on the podcast. I'm just going two tonight. Uh, Monday football, I think, is hard to think, to do like a three or four play uh, of a square. I'm going to go with two. I'm going to keep it simple tonight. Yeah. Now, this is obviously not offered in the game. I'm going to propose to you that we're going to see an all-time Peyton Manning, like face palm, eye roll, what the hell is with the team I used to play for tonight. Like, I feel like that's all they can bring us. Is him being upset with the Broncos? Is, is this a, is this another a Peyton Manning one tonight? I assume, uh, assume they got a Manning cast, right? I don't. Uh, I haven't watched a Manning cast all season. I'm not gonna lie. It's not well, my preferred way to watch. Brought the game. out all all the tricks last week. They had a donkey with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Really? I, I saw the Manning do like the the one where he's doing the, the the signals for the plays. That was kind of fun though in the social clips. But I have not watched much of it this year. I like I like Aikman and Buck. Like I like listening to them call a football game. Yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. It sounds like football. I'm just saying the Manning cast is going to have to lean into the Broncos connection. Otherwise, we're watching two very meh teams. The Bills have just oh, yeah. fallen into meh land. But most of the national TV games have been bad the last couple of weeks. Then we get uh, Monday Night Football next week, though. We get uh, we get Chiefs and Eagles, so that'd be a lot of fun. We'll, we'll, well, let's rest we'll up. Do a bigger, we'll do a bigger prize pick square for the game next weekend, I would imagine. I think you should go huge. When it's Chiefs-Eagles, you got to go huge. I want I want at least four. Okay. We could do that. Right. I'll do four. All right. Well, lock it in. Give people the promo code and let's get out of here. Yeah, promo code is GSSY. It is a $100 match deposit uh, using that promo code. So uh, go, go to Price Picks and, uh, and get it done. All right. Jeff, I got a little smarter today. Thank you very much for the time. Hope people Glad feel like they understand the league love, better. Yeah. I love talking sports. I love talking football. We do it all on the show. I, I like I like the addition of, of, of the college uh, into this, which is uh, you know big passion of mine as well. So hope you guys enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. I think Matt is back on Friday. So uh, it'll be, uh, be me and Matt on Friday. So that'll be a lot of fun. Talk to you guys then.